Steve, what was your reaction when uh, you saw those comments from Jay Billis about Alex? Uh, I thought it was a little late. <laughs> I mean, I could have told you that at the beginning of the season. But, you know, it's it's good to finally let Alex get some of that recognition because, like everybody else is seeing, he's the best shooter in the country. I mean, shooting 48-plus the last three years is remarkable, and I have all the confidence in Alex. And I don't really think he's going to miss any shots, especially if he's open. I just get back. You'll see sometimes I run down the court with my hands up because I already know what's going in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We our whole team knew it. it was just a matter of time for the world to find out. How important was it for this week for Caleb to have the, the kind of closeout he did in San Francisco and just the week in general? I think it was a great week for Caleb. Uh, he made great strides forward. Um, he's been playing hard all year, but you know, for himself and what he had planned for himself, I think he met some of those goals this past weekend and. You know, we got the utmost confidence, Caleb. He came away with a big rebound at the end of the game against San Francisco, and it's just all with confidence, and he's been playing with it out there, and we got all the confidence in Caleb, and he's just going to continue to get better, like, along with the other guys. So it was just great for to see him, you know, do good. Mark was kind of talking about how he's been in different thrown into, like, the three, four, and five, and do you feel like he, from your perspective, is kind of settling into his role now and kind of down the stretches? Run. Yeah, uh, you know, everyone's been changing positions positions around because of, you know, the key injuries we've had this year. And, you know, it's been difficult, but, you know, we're learning on the fly. And, you know, you got to give credit to Caleb, guys like Caleb, you know, Seneca, Foose, and all the guys that's out there learning new spots just because, you know, ultimately that's what we have to do in order for us to be successful. So, you know, can't ask that much of them because, you know, they've been doing a pretty good job. And, with the record we have now, you know, couldn't be more proud of what we've been through and what we're overcome. John, uh, how do you feel like the team will, will fare in, in avoiding maybe an emotional letdown uh, this week, you know, after playing a pair of quad one games? Um, you know, how, do you, how do you guys just avoid that letdown for two teams that on the outside looking in would be viewed as, you know, lower rated teams? Um, approach every day like we've been doing. Um, I don't think there's been a game where we've been like, all right, we can take a night off. Um, it didn't matter who we played. Um, even when we played like Westminster or Central Methodist, those teams, we always prepared the same and want to go out there and fight the same way. And so it's no different with these teams. Uh, just because they're not so-called predicted to be at the top of the league, they're still going to give us the best shot possible. And they're still great teams. And, you know, it's still the West Coast Conference, so it's still a pretty good league. But at the end of the day, we got to take care of one game at a time. Um, next up, we have San Diego. You know, they're 3-1. and one. Right now they're tied for us for a second. And so, you know, we got to go in and play hard, play defense, make our shots, and, you know, do the best we can and get a win because it's not going to be easy. I mean, every game's a dogfight out there. What have been your impressions of the West Coast Conference? You've been in the Big Ten and the Horizon League. What, what do you make of maybe the style of play and, and personnel in the WCC? Um, it's definitely um, different than – you know, all of the places I've been at, um, you know, there's more shooting, I would say, uh, from different spots throughout the floor. Um, big tempo, Big Ten's more, you know, bigger guys, you know, play inside out. Um, Milwaukee Horizon was more smaller, small ball, and everyone just being able to handle it. But, you know, it's a great league. Um, San Francisco's great teams we played, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, those are all great teams. And I'm just looking forward to playing the next couple games and seeing what the other teams have. How much confidence does 
do you and this group have? Just how many different ways you guys have won games? I mean, every every game it feels like they're if you're winning, you're finding different ways to come with victories. Yeah, I think we have the utmost confidence, especially because the coaches give us a, and then all the leaders do. I don't think there's one way which makes us unique that makes us being able to win games. Like sometimes teams are like, oh, you take away their three-point shooting, then you'll win. Or if you take away their inside game, you'll win. But I think we've shown that we can win multiple ways, defensively, making threes, uh, twos, and you know, it's just a matter of time for us to put it all together and be able to, you know, get great wins and extend those leads and stuff. But it's been, you know, crazy and, you know, very good that we can find ways to win without, you know, necessarily hitting shots or not necessarily playing our greatest defensive night and just finding ways to win. And I think that's what makes this group special because we, we just keep fighting, keep fighting and find ways. How are the hat sales coming along? Since, you, uh, since your merch drop, <laughs> it's actually been pretty well. Um, a lot of a lot of people back at home. A lot of people here has been ordering them. Um, we got to get a new shipment in for the gray, the gray ones, the gray and navy. Um, that's one of the best sellers right now. But no, I'm just you know super thankful for the collaboration with Brock and you know Steel Hats, and you know I'm just excited to keep working with them. Yeah, can I can I get super super like in game kind of nerdy with you? There because there was a moment at USF where uh, you guys had just completed this crazy big comeback and you're up three in the final minutes in the final minute. Um, and uh, most of the time, that's the point. Like a lot of coaches, I think nowadays like to take that and like play really good defense. Don't let them get a shot off. Defend the three point line, like that kind of thing. Uh, you guys fouled. And it worked out really well, obviously. Coach was saying after the game that he didn't think that was maybe the right decision, but it turned out really well. Was that intentional at all? Or like, do you remember kind of? Um, I, are you talking about when I fouled on the wing? When they, the I think it was on the wing, the left wing. Yeah, so, yeah, so. I thought it was a great play. Mm -hmm. I just don't see that from coaches a lot to kind of want that. Yeah, so after looking at it, well, in my head, I wasn't, trying to foul and I and honestly the way they were calling the game I didn't think that was a foul the way they've just been calling the game the whole time and so I didn't think it was a foul but you know like you said it ended up working and then after watching it uh with the film I seen that they were trying to throw a hammer pass you know try to drive baseline with a little give and go action and throw a hammer pass to get a three off and so you know it worked out well for us at the uh, end of the day I mean I did ask coach um, when Alex went to the line, I went over there, if you saw, and went over there and asked him and said, hey, if when he makes these two, you want us to foul? And he's like, yeah, only if you get a clean look at a foul. And so Alex ended up making a two, and so then you can see Coach look at me and, like, shake his head and say no. So... Does, does Coach give you guys a little bit of latitude in kind of in-game to, to be like... Hey, you guys know the situation. Go play. I'm not necessarily going to tell you exactly what to do, but now, now just go play. Like you kind of know where you're at. Um, well, I'm pretty sure Coach has a lot of confidence in us, and then he tries to tell us what he sees. But you know, I, I just looked at the clock and my awareness, and just was like, hey, we have a chance to go up three with like 12 or how many seconds was left, and I was like, hey, do we want to foul so they only can get two because they had a lot of great shooters on the floor. And so I'd rather take my chances with us, you know, getting back to the free throw line with, you know, more than likely me and Alex going to the line and 
extending the game like that instead of them taking a three-point shot to, you know, possibly tie it. Like, like I said, I, I love the move. I just, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to go to the uh, Long Kruger School of Fouling went up three. Mm-hmm. Long Kruger was an old Oklahoma and UNLV coach. He used to do it all the time. Oh, yeah. And I... I, just, I feel like more coaches need to do it. So I'm probably going to show them your play and be like, this is why. Yeah, it depends on who's your coach. Some coaches like the foul. Some coaches want you to play it out. and just It just depends on who's the coach. Yeah. What did you see on Caleb's rebound there at the end of the San Francisco game? Kind of kept the possession alive for you guys. What, what did you see on that play? What, how would you describe it for him to get to that ball? I would say it's what Caleb's been doing all year. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I don't think... His rebounding has been any, like, drought this year, really. He's been great offensive rebounding. That's why it makes us one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country. And so and he has a gnat for the ball. And so when he got that rebound, all I could do is just think about sprinting over there so we can get it and try to waste more time. And as soon as it came off, I seen Caleb chase it down, and I knew that he was going to come up with it. There was no way that he wasn't coming up with that one unless the guy fouled him. And so um, it just shows you how, you know, Caleb would do anything for this team. Um, he made a key bucket at the end of the game and then getting that rebound to basically seal the game. And so you know, that was huge. And, you know, Caleb's just doing anything he can out there, to, you know, to make plays, and that's all we ask for guys to do. During practice, Tijon, we got the chance to see you guys go live five on five with some of the scout team guys in the green and yellow jerseys. I'm, I'm curious, uh, what impact do they have in, in your preparation for these games? And also, wanted to get your thoughts on, on uh, Trey Stewart and maybe his development in, in his first year with the program. Um, you, like we have to give credit to those guys, uh, scout team. You know, they do a great job in preparing us. Without them, we're not nearly as half as good as we are. Just along same along with you know the guys that help us with the managers and guys that help us get up shots after practice and you know those guys don't get noticed enough and I think we need to show them credit because that's like all in our family and that's what helps us succeed but you know the scout team prepares us great um they come in early learn other teams plays and learn other you know teams tactics individual player tendencies and they try to reenact those in practice, and they push us every day. And I think that's what contributes to us winning. Without, without them pushing us every day, we don't get better, and we don't prepare ourselves. And so, honestly, when we win games, they win as well. And so, you know, the scout team has done great. And like I said, you know, we wouldn't be where we are without them and our managers and all the supporting staff that we have. And just maybe your thoughts on uh, Trey Stewart, him being a future guard in the program, what do you think him? Trey, Trey's a great guy. Um, I love being around Trey. And right now, what he does very well is challenge you defensively. Trey has a long wingspan. He can pressure you um, up the floor. Um, and he's just a great player overall. He's a great teammate. And, you know, somebody that, you know, in the coming years, you don't want to have guarding you with the ball <laughs> like he already frustrates me and Alex a lot <laughs> during practice and we're, we're like man he's fouling this that another but you know that's what I think prepares us for in the games like Bouye and those guys are fouling us too but hey Trey plays way harder in practice for us and he's out there guarding us with super length and so you know it's the utmost confidence he gives us in practice when he kills us in practice it helps us out during the game. Mark was kind of talking about how he does 
look at the AP top 25 poll, even if it's not necessarily the best metric, um, just for the perception of the program. I'm curious, do you care that, at all about you know where this team is ranked in the, in the AP poll and do you look at that stuff at all? Um, yeah, we, we pay attention to it a little bit. Of course, you know, you want to get in there, uh, be ranked. It's always a good, you know, thing to have that number by you when you're playing. And so, you know, I think we were 27 this, this week. And, you know, I was I was happy that we jumped a little bit and made it that far. You know, I wouldn't – I would have been a little surprised if we made it in there, which I thought we was going to be at least 25. But, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's not something that we can measure our success off of because that the ultimate goal is just to win games and get into the NCAA tournament and win. But, you know, if we can get into that top 25, you know, it just – gives us another milestone that we have completed and you know I think our guys know what it takes to beat you know top 25 and that's just continue to win games and everything else will take care of itself. Are, are you guys basketball nerds enough that uh, you're more concerned with things like net and Ken Palm and Oh yeah, they're they're pretty big, but you know sometimes you can hear guys talk about like when I'm pretty sure everyone's seen like oh nine ranked teams lost, so then we're like hey we might have a chance to get in like it's just all over social media you see it, and so you have pretty much no choice because you're a basketball player you follow all these ESPN Fox and you see all these college hoops notes and stats and stuff, but. You know, we talk about it a little bit, but I, I don't think that's the main thing that we talk about in our locker room because we just, you know, try to focus in the moment and stay in the moment and try to, you know, focus on the next game. Like, we don't really care if we're ranked or not, but at the end of the day, it, it's definitely something that's good for us. But we just want to keep winning games. Like, <laughs> that's our main goal and main purpose.